Number five, coffee reduces muscle pain. What? <laughs> I highlighted this whole section. <laughs> A small study involving nine women suggested that drinking two cups of coffee can reduce post-workout muscle soreness. This is significant for active people concerned about soreness after an intense workout. A small study. <laughs> Talk about the ultimate cherry picking. Nine women is the study you're citing to say that muscle sore, you can decrease muscle soreness with coffee? Good morning, Ty. Good morning, Ben. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, not much, man. It's a beautiful morning and steamy hot Dallas. Yeah, we're uh, we're matching shirts today. Not not actually, but the color. I, I, I like I like how it brings out your eyes. It's a good look. Thank you. <laughs> I like how it, it accentuates your pectoralis muscles. <laughs> pectoralis. <laughs> you must bench press. <laughs> I love that, like, my, my twins, they still call them boobies either way. Boobies? Boobies either way. Like, guys or girls, it's boobies. Daddy, I can see your boobies. Don't put them away. <laughs> yeah, when does, uh, you have older kids. I have a five-year-old. Uh -huh. When does, like, being naked get weird? He's, he's starting to be a little yeah, sensitive to it. So, okay, so interesting, right? And this is, there's an article out um, talking about, Funny enough, because we just had this conversation, because like with our kids, like being naked around them is like not ever really been a thing. Now, my daughter, um, my daughter's 10 and that, that at, seems a little at like at like five, okay. like the, there was a distinct separation between me being anywhere around, right. you know, and like you've got to be careful, right? Because you don't want to like make someone feel ashamed or self-conscious or anything like that. Like you don't you don't want them. But you also like. Look, that, that's that's your private, um, that's your private space, right? And mm -hmm. want to especially my daughter, want her to recognize that, and like, you know, her and my wife, you know, they're very, very, very open, right? <laughs> but uh, but so there's an article out there on how young boys seeing their mom naked at a young age, and the longer they do, how that actually. Um, how that turns into like sexual hmm. um, sexual exploration at an earlier age that like turns into pornography, turns into all that stuff. Really? Because even though it's their mom, they can't process, they can't process that, hey, that's my mom. That's like yeah. there's still things that they're seeing that they're attracted to, hmm. even, at, you know, starting at a younger age. Because I mean, think about you go back, right? Like, I mean, I was. Yeah, like five, six, seven. And it was like, ooh, you know, like I'm flipping through the channels and you see the scrambles and right. it's like, oh, what is that? What is that? You know, what I, I saw mean? nip, you know? And so, so it starts early, but like early, uh, so exposure to your kids. And so, and they say like anything after five, really, you've got to be careful about, you know, especially moms with sons. Um, you know, them seeing you exposed. And so it's just one of those things that I didn't think about it. And my five-year-old is obsessed with my wife. Like five -year -old? he's obsessed. Hmm. Yeah. He like, he gets upset. Like when anytime, like she'll like give me a kiss or like, um, you know, he still thinks that he's going to marry 
married his mom his mom hmm. and and then she's like no you can't i'm married to daddy and he's like no no <laughs> and he like loves her and so like it was weird because someone shared this article with us and we we're like oh my gosh oh, we better put the yeah because he's always like <laughs> she's gonna kill me with this he'll like walk up behind her like if she's in the kitchen or whatever and he'll just like you know put his hand like on the back of her leg and like inappropriately go up she's like <laughs> Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> he'll see me do it, too. right? And, right. Sorry, babe. I'm just throwing yeah. it all out there. Hey, but that's what we're about. You get a little handsy every once in a while, you know. <laughs> I can't. Oh myself. But uh, yeah. So just it just be conscious about that. You got to be conscious about your um, and and I'll share the article with you, Ben. But it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. how that can lead to, um, yeah, just like sexual. Um, Sexual obsessions, you know, yeah. early on. Huh. I know. Anyways, random. So the well, answer is I'll, now. Don't let them. <laughs> yeah. Nakedness is, yeah. Right. I think boys, right? Because, again, they're going to be in locker rooms. They're going to be, yeah. that's that's got to be, it, it's normalized, right? And you don't want to make it, like, forbidden, right? Because then kids just naturally are want to explore what they what they can't do. Yeah. Um, but I think when it becomes opposite sex, you've got to be really conscious of it. Yeah, that was always an awkward deal in middle school. Oh. It was those guys that were super, you know, mature and had already <laughs> gone through puberty. They had no problem showering. I, that was the furthest thing in my mind. Was There's zero chance I'm getting naked in front of other dudes and showering in middle school. Dude, I remember <laughs> so in, in junior high, so that was the same deal. And, uh, and wrestling – we had to shower after practice because oh. if you came from the wrestling room and then you went home changed, like you have a higher probability of catching like a skin disease, like ringworm mm, or something like that. Yeah. That's like rampant in the wrestling community. So coach is like, no, you have to shower before you go home. Cause like, we're not letting any of you nasties bring this skin stuff right. like in, into the wrestling room. But it was funny. Cause there was a distinct, like which guys would take a shower with the towel still on. So like they'd get two towels, they'd have a towel on and then they'd have a towel over here and wouldn't take it off. And then, you know, like there, there was the random guy too, with the bathing suit, with the hundred percent, hundred percent or the, or oh, yeah. tights or whatever. Yeah. A hundred percent. But <laughs> then you got the bullies, right? Then yeah. there's those bullies that go and pull the towels off the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, some, some boys hadn't hit puberty yet, so there wasn't like, you know, they, they didn't have the the uh, the landscape shrubs <laughs> growing yet. <laughs> so, oh, I felt so bad for some guys, and it was like, I, it was hard for me. Like, I, that was one of those deals. Like, guys, don't play with that. Stuff. Yeah. You know, like that's 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 them. But in junior high, anything that you can do to put other people yeah. down to make your the middle school That's is a, savage. That was my worst, <laughs> the worst time. Yes, for I sure. hated junior high. I, I've been to third world countries. Yeah. I, I'm more terrified to go to a middle school locker <laughs> <off> room <laughs> than, than some of these third world countries. Ben, you ain't lying, man. <laughs> the conversations are so weird, by the way. Weird. We started with your shirt brings out your eyes, and somehow we ended up with yeah, middle school pubic hair. To, to naked kids. <laughs> So if you're still with us, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, geez. But if you, That's what if we do you here. are a male, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, all the men are sitting here nodding their head. They, oh, they know. Man. Women are disgusted with us. We apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> but before we move on, we do want to thank, obviously, our partner, yeah. uh, Choctaw Casino Resort. Tyler, got a question for you. Uh -huh. If you're going to take Tiff out, yeah. your wife, yep. for a nice date, 
what type of food, what's one of the first types of food that pops in your head? Yeah, uh, steakhouse. 100%. Steakhouse. Yep, I knew you would say that. That's 100%. why I asked the question. Yeah. I, I think the same you, thing I knew too. you knew I was going to say that. I was going to throw a wrench. I, I knew that I you like, knew no. that I knew. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to play nice. <laughs> I think the same thing, right? Uh-huh. A really nice steakhouse. Yeah. You know, that, that fatty 48-ouncer. Ooh, come on. You know, mashed potatoes and French fries, whatever. You know, it, yeah. the, the steakhouse is the place. Yep. And Choctaw has one of the best steakhouses yeah. in the area, for 100%. sure. Dallas-Fort Worth, up to Durant, wherever. Mm-hmm. It's called 1842 Steakhouse. Uh, we had the pleasure of yeah. going there uh, last year. We haven't been there since. but And we went right after they opened. I mean, I think they'd only yes. been open a couple months. And, you know, typically restaurants like that uh, in, in a market like – inside a hotel right you're not you don't typically you don't attract just random passerbyers right mm-hmm. you're typically marketing to your guests and it was packed and the food was phenomenal usually yes. there's a ramp up time trying to figure it out so like that it was phenomenal now they brought in some like general managers from the top steakhouses mm-hmm. in Dallas to run it there chefs i mean it is out of this world yeah, yeah we went uh with our wives and oh my goodness yeah, this is the best of the best the yeah. best of the best managers running yeah. it so if for no other reason the resort style pool yeah. the hotels the all the slot machines if for no other reason get yourself up there for the steakhouse you know tiffany and i one of our favorite things is like anytime we're you know in vegas or reno now Durant, we've done this. Is it's like, all right, you know what? We're gonna plan a date night. We're gonna do a date night. We already know that, like, all right, look, we're gonna splurge a little bit. We're gonna um, have just really nice. I want to treat her really nice. But then when we're done, what we do is we go down and we're saying, all right, now we're gonna put forty dollars down and we're gonna see if we can make that money back. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's fun. And it's like, okay, it's a four, it's it's forty dollars. Like, I always hate losing money, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you know what? There's a good chance. And like we've, we did a trip in Tahoe one time, same deal. And it was like, boom, dinner paid for and some. There you go. And same deal in Durant. Threw it down. Yeah. What we other, made back most of dinner. What other entertainment venue pays, no. you, pays you to be there? That's right. So get yourself to Choctaw yeah. Casino Resort, uh, especially up to that steakhouse. Fellas, that's free advice for you. Yeah. Get yourself up there. Okay. Topic at hand today. Um, it's no secret that the fitness industry is rampant with sensationalist arguments, broad general statements. Everybody's trying to be innovative. Everybody's trying to be outlandish mm-hmm. for you to get clicks, for them to sell you products. It's, it's just a, it's a wild, wild west industry. Yeah. Let me ask you, has anyone ever heard something along the lines of, I've tried every diet. I've tried this, but you want to know what Hugh Jackman, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Evans, what they did to get jacked for movies? Click on my link below exactly. and find out what they did. Yep. And they didn't do it by cutting carbs or doing excessive <laughs> cardio. Yep. I'll, I'll share the secret, the secret food yes. that's been lost for 50 years. That's like, my favorite. The, the whole the secret food. When they, when they drop the secret on you. The secret food, the secret exercise, the secret... Workout plan. Oh, that's my favorite when they yeah. dropped it. That, that's a big one. Yeah. And I, I don't want to go down the tangent of why that's the case. My assumption is because there's such a low barrier of entry yeah. into fitness. Yeah. 
you know, even if you do get certified as a train, as a personal trainer in fitness, it's very easy. Trust me. I took the test. Yeah. If I can do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. Very low yeah. barrier of injury. Yeah. So I think that's part of what feeds Yeah, is it doesn't really take much to get into it. And yeah. everybody is an expert, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't take much. So anyway, as you said, it, you know, everybody's got the secret. Everybody's got the, the magic pill. Everybody's selling something. Yeah. And there was an article that, that came out recently that, that was along these lines. And the art, title of the article was Six Ways Coffee Can Enhance Athletic Performance. Sounds not too bad, right? right. That's, you know, yeah. look, that sounds I interesting enjoy, I enjoy coffee from yeah. the months November through March. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, the, the point of the article was, you know, the, the benefits of drinking coffee before yeah. training, before working out. Yeah. And it's got, as the name implies, six different reasons uh, that it can enhance athletic performance. So what I wanted to do today is I wanted to go through this article Mm -hmm. because, again, I'm sitting here thinking about the person who's not super well-versed in fitness, maybe hasn't been around the industry, is new to it. And you would click on this article and be like, this is great. Coffee's going to change my life. Yeah. And these, these, these reasons, this sounds awesome. But what I want to do today is go through and really pick out the BS in this article because it's rampant. I mean, it's all over. I've got highlights everywhere of sensationalist arguments, generalizations, t- dabbing in studies, but not really, you know, to try to sound smart. But, uh-huh. but they're kind of taking the – they're picking and choosing. The, yeah. the be- they're cherry picking, if you will. Yes. So I just want you guys to be careful because, again, there's, this, is, this is one of millions of articles out there yep. that – if you're not super familiar with fitness, if you don't really know, if, if this isn't something you do all the time, you could easily fall into the trap of believing what you're reading. So that's, right. that's what I want to do today is just kind of give you a taste, give you an example of, of why you got to be careful anytime you yeah. read these type of articles. Yep. So reason number one, coffee helps burn fat and boost energy. That sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> Who doesn't want to burn fat and boost energy? Okay. And this is literally the first sentence of the article. The first two sentences, I'm already about to tack. First sentence, the high levels of caffeine in coffee significantly improve the body's ability to burn fat during exercise. So already right out of the gates, we're just, we're going, we're going straight to the, to the, to zero to hundred. Yeah. So there's a couple of problems with this, with this statement. And I want to focus on that word during. So it's, it's a common misconception that because the particular form of exercise is using fat as a fuel source, that means I'm going to burn more fat in my training. Mm -hmm. Technically, that's true. Because you are utilizing fat as a fuel source, Well, yes, you are burning fat. However, that doesn't mean you're going to be a skinnier person or you're going to be a less weight person yeah. Based on that particular, but, okay. So, so walk me through this, and this is maybe me just being naive, but walk me through using fat as a fuel source as opposed to using carbohydrates and calories. So, there's different energy systems. You get yeah. you get three main energy systems, and and I don't want to get too technical, but zero to ten seconds uh-huh. is one energy fuel source. That's your quick like hang cleans or your sprints, things like that. That's going to use more carbohydrates okay. to fuel that particular form of exercise that's okay. your quick hitting okay. your atp yeah that's going to be your quick fuel source what, what can your body tap into immediately mm. to get that energy okay. to, to fuel that so that's your first few seconds of exercise anything really zero to a minute mm. calls on a little bit more of an intermediate 
energy system. So yes, it's using carbs, but when the carbs are burned out, then it can start to tip a little bit into that, those fat stores. Okay. Anything aerobic longer than two minutes, you know, long, think like jogging, think walking on a treadmill, mm. that's going to use more of your fat. That's a more sustained okay. fuel source. Okay. So it doesn't, fat doesn't really kick in until it's a long, steady, uh, rhythmic mm. type training. And so that's my problem with this first statement is the high levels of caffeine in coffee significantly improve the body's ability to burn fat during exercise. It's not the coffee. It's the type of exercise. Yeah. So what type of exercise are you doing? That determines what type of, if you're actually burning fat as a fuel source or yeah. not. So the during part is the point there. The second thing, you know, these articles, like I said, they'll, they'll link studies. Yeah. And nobody, when have you ever actually clicked on the study? Yeah, I read a white paper. read it. Yeah. So I did. I wanted to click on that study. And I said, well, what does the study even say? And so I went and read it. So here's where they're pulling information for that first sentence. The study says, the effect, the effect of caffeine intake on weight loss maintenance has not been examined in humans. We compared the daily consumption of coffee and caffeinated beverages between 494 weight loss maintainers and 2,129 individuals from the general population controlling for sociodemographic variables, body mass index, and physical activity level. Weight loss maintainers reported to consume significantly more cups of coffee and caffeinated beverages compared with the participants in the general population sample. Thus, consumption of caffeinated beverages might support weight loss maintenance. Further studies should investigate possible mechanisms. So they're making this claim. That's the article that they referenced. They're making this claim right out of the gate that coffee is going to significantly improve your ability to burn fat in your exercise. Based on a study that, by the way, hasn't even been really examined in human beings. And by the way, all they're doing is asking somebody, how much coffee do you drink? Yeah. That's the study they're basing off this claim that, that coffee's going to be this magic fat burner. So does that seem extreme maybe that I'm, that I'm picking that apart? Maybe a little bit, but that's my point. Yeah. They're going to throw that sentence in there, assuming you're not really going to do your homework. Yeah. Assuming you're not going to go read that study. That study is crap yeah. if you're trying to support the fact that coffee well, it's not. It may not be crap, but it doesn't even really support what they're trying to say what you're trying to say it's saying hey look here's the data we it's it's an incomplete it's a guess it hasn't physically been studied on humans what like the metabolic metabolic impact is mm-hmm. on it yep and so we're just saying we're just guessing yep so that's sentence number one yeah. right out of the gate yeah sentence number two yeah. <laughs> they follow that brilliance up with this brilliance In addition, drinking coffee in the morning means consuming fewer calories during the day because caffeine suppresses appetite. (laughs) You drink coffee, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Not not regularly. Okay, I drink coffee every day. Yeah. I can promise you it does not suppress my appetite. Zero. (laughs) Zero. So, and even if a study showed, yeah, maybe you're a little bit less, to say means it's going to make me consume fewer calories during the day because I drink coffee. That is yeah. absurd. That is a gross and guess generalization. What? And, and guess what? A lot of people, when they're drinking coffee, how many calories are they putting in it? Right. With the creams with the and cream. sugars yep. Yep. And, and all that that are associated with it. So to me, <laughs> unless you're drinking straight black <laughs> coffee and it's like, okay, and like say you're on intermittent fasting. It's like, okay, hey, I can have... I can have a bulletproof coffee or I can have a black coffee and I can do that. And I can, I'm not going to eat until, you know, one or two o'clock today. And I'm going to follow that regimen and then I'm going to moderate my calories on. But to say that it suppresses your <laughs> appetite and, and it means, what does it say? 
It means consuming fewer calories during the day. Mm. So gross generalization. Yes, maybe for some people. But again, I drink coffee every single anecdotally. Like yeah. it, it does nothing yeah. to suppress my appetite. No. So anyway, so that's that's point number one. That's the, we're coming out of the gates with some with some some wild claims already. Number two, coffee increases metabolism. Research shows that consuming coffee is associated with a significant increase in metabolic rate during caffeine ingestion and continuing for three hours. Even if that's true, yeah. Let's say that is true. Let's say it does increase your metabolic for three hours. There is a whole lot more time left in the day. <laughs> yep. Who cares if it suppresses your, or if it increases your metabolism yeah. for three hours? Yeah. That still leaves a ton well, of time left I, in the and day. And I don't even know, I don't even know if that's accurate, right? Because caffeine has like a shelf life of like. It's like a. F- like six, six to hours. eight hours yeah, or something hours, like yeah. that. Yeah. Which means that you'll consume it, but then it just burns off on a slow, mm-hmm. on a slow pace for a longer period of time. So you're not processing it all at once. So, yeah, again. <laughs> the just, claim they're trying to make is that, hey, coffee's this magic metabolism increaser. Even yeah. if it does help it for three hours, trust me, that's yeah. not, not going to help yeah. much. Yep. So claim number two, again, they're, they're reaching a little bit there. Claim number three, caffeine in a, or coffee enhances athletic performance. That's a pretty broad statement, I'd say. So then in that subsection, they say caffeine enables an athlete, an athlete to train longer with greater power output and resistance to fatigue. Again, that's a pretty general broad statement. So to say you're more athletic. Right. No, what you're saying is it increases your capacity during a workout, which right. I would say is caffeine, that's one of the benefits help. of it. Yep, yeah, it that's help. one of the benefits of yep. it as opposed to not. And essentially, you know, again, it's, it's energy it does, it does increase your metabolic rate, which by increasing your heart rate, right? And so, yes, I do think if you do a workout without caffeine versus with caffeine, like there's, there's a difference. But to, to label it as athletic ability or athletic performance has nothing to do yeah. with it. Has, caffeine is not going to change the way that you move. It's right. not going to change your flexibility. It's not going to change your speed it's not going to change any of that that's right so okay and then a little further down it says coffee stimulates the body to use fat stores instead of muscle glycogen aka sugar sugar during long workouts this allows for prolonged use of of working muscles we just debunked this in the first sentence yeah it's not the coffee that's making you tap into your fat stores it's the type of exercise you're enduring longer term exercise by definition is going to use fat yeah. As a fuel source. Yeah. That's just part of it. So that has nothing. So for you to sit here and say the coffee that stimulates that, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's the type of exercise that stimulates that. Yeah. So, again, I'm not a hater of coffee, by the way. Yeah. I love coffee. Yeah. But, we'll talk about the benefits yeah. of caffeine because there are. Like, yeah. in my opinion, my opinion, it's one of three supplements that you'll actually see noticeable um, attributes from. Right, right. Number five, coffee reduces muscle pain. What? <laughs> I highlighted this whole section. <laughs> a small study involving nine women suggested that drinking two cups of coffee can reduce post-workout muscle soreness. This is significant for active people concerned about soreness after an intense workout. A small study. 
Talk about the ultimate cherry picking. Nine women is the study you're citing to say that muscle soreness, you can decrease muscle soreness with coffee. Wow. Nine people? By the study, it's, they probably walked, walked through their office and was like, hey, yeah. coffee, probably, <laughs> coffee makes you feel better after workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, here's some hey, money. Coffee, hey, coffee makes you feel better, right? Hey, hey, Jan. <laughs> hey, does coffee make you feel better when you work out? Yeah, oh, I totally uh, need a cup of coffee after. Awesome. Hey, Karen. Hey, coffee makes you feel... Hey, okay. t- to be Good. fair, though, to be fair, next sentence. Another small study of nine caffeine-consuming males ah. <laughs> found that caffeine significantly reduced post-workout muscle soreness and shortened recovery time versus a placebo when measured on two, day, two and three days post-workout. So, okay, so let's be fair to the article. Yes, it was nine women, but they also did it with nine men. So now we've got 18 people yeah. worth of studies yep. that shows the reducing muscle soreness. Good. So thank goodness. It's thank goodness good. for those two studies. Now I'm convinced. Now let's, let's just <laughs> talk through what actual muscle recovery and reduction. Muscle soreness is due to inflammation, right? And caffeine does not reduce inflammation. Right. And it does not repair muscles. Now, if you're talking about taking uh, an anti-inflammatory, well, here in a minute they're going to claim it does. But anti-inflammatory <laughs> and in any in some sort of protein, right? Some sort of amino acid that actually goes and goes towards muscle muscle repair, right? Yep. Like caffeine has nothing to do with no, that. Nothing. Nothing. And then they wrap up that particular section. Drinking a cup of, you'll like this. Drinking a cup of coffee prior to exercise may help those who tend to give up during a workout. <laughs> exercise can cause painful lactic acid buildup when the muscle is stressed. Some people stop working out because of this discomfort. <laughs> Drink coffee and you will be so mentally tough. You're going to you be Superman or Superwoman. So <laughs> mentally tough. You're going to overcome everything. I mean, what are you basing this on? Like, like where, I, what, where I is know, what I want to know is where you found this article. Right. Well, it's called, I forget the website name. And I don't remember how I stumbled upon it. But my point, it's really less about this particular specific article. It is. Yeah. But it's more about this is everywhere. Everywhere. If you go Google fitness, you're yeah. going to find article after article. Yeah. Just like this. Yeah. But I love that line. <laughs> Some people are give up drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Tend to give up during coffee, a workout. <laughs> coffee will overcome that. Guaranteed. <laughs> That's what we were missing last week. That's Saturday what it suffering. was. You didn't I didn't drink coffee. Enough coffee. Frick. Yeah. That was my. See. And then lastly, coffee helps fight disease. Love that. Coffee and caffeine have been linked to disease prevention. Studies have shown coffee reduces inflammation, improves Parkinson's disease symptoms, and lowers the incidence of certain cancers. It may also lower the occurrence of gallstones. I don't know why they threw that in there. That's really random. Yeah, gallstones. Yeah, like thing to throw in for athletic performance. Uh, I guess you can link that if you're healthy, you're going to perform better, I guess. But that seems like a weird point to throw in. This is how coffee improves your athletic performance. I don't know why the CDC and World Health Organization didn't prescribe (laughs) coffee to beat COVID. You know what I mean? You watch your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) The CDCs are saints. But again, it's it's exactly what you're saying, right? The sensationalism that um, these people are putting out there, yeah. and how many people buy into it, yeah. and pay and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And by the way, I don't blame the people that are consuming this information and yeah. confused about it. Yeah. If you have a normal job and this isn't something you re- of course you're not going to know. Yeah. I mean, none of that sounds, I mean, I guess some of it sounds pretty outrageous, yeah. but yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it's especially if you're linking studies yeah. to it, like yeah. it's like, okay, well, yeah, that that's makes all sense you have then. to say. And like, people are, Oh yeah. Oh God. Studies show this. That's my studies show. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. These fitness influencers that th- th- there's certain studies that show blah, 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 blah. Or another one of my favorite is I'm not going to get too deep into the science of this, but yeah. this, but X, Y, and I'm like, you're not going to get to the, di- the science of it. Cause you don't know the science <laughs> of it. You moron. <laughs> oh, it's so true. And that's what like, I, I, we, you know, we had Dr. Lane Norton on and, and what I love about him and, you know, he can be controversial and he can, but like it's basic. He bases yeah. it completely off of science and it's not like he's using a study. He's using meta studies, which like meta studies are a compilation mm-hmm. of multiple studies, multiple yeah. studies. Yeah. And, and then like, but again, <laughs> using like his education using his experience using all those things it's just like look let's just call it like it is like a lot of this stuff is bs and those mm-hmm. some of my favorite things from to watch of his is when he'll like watch somebody's yes, video and, and he'll just critique yes, it yes and it's like oh my god and that's the point of this is is it's can be confusing there's a lot of outrageous claims out there yeah so you know Making sure that your your resources like a Dr. Lane Norton. Yeah. If you're any, if you're interested at all in nutrition, yeah, Dr. Lane Norton is one of the best follows for yeah. that. He's gonna cut through the BS. He's actually a scientist. He's been doing this for thirty plus years. Yeah. Like he is a truly yes. Does he go a little bit crazy on yeah. Instagram? The point, the reason he does that though, well, one is his personality, but two, yeah. you know, it's, he's playing the game of playing you got to get attention. Yeah. yeah, you have to. Yeah. And so don't lose the message of, of the content with, you know, yeah. how, how he goes about Well, it. and it's so funny, right, with him is he's so deep into the education and research and studies of it, like so deep. Like if you heard him on Joe Rogan, he was on Joe Rogan. He did, um, uh, he did a debate keto versus non-keto, right? And it was like the difference in it. And like he acknowledged, look, there are some benefits of it, but like the amount of studies that he pulled up and the research oh and I mean, it was, it was one of my favorite episodes that I've like yeah. heard, but when he, you get that deep, what you find is how simple it really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and you hear, you hear him say all the time, like, look, it's not about keto. It's not about intermittent fasting. It's not about, it is 100% about if you want to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. That's right. Yep. Now there's like layers of like, okay, are you getting all of your macronutrition, you know, nutrients? Are you getting all the things that you need to, to actually like function, you know, as a whole, but like, it's simple. Like yep. it's not as complicated as everybody makes it. There's no secret. There's no like fruit that you can find in the Amazon jungle. That's gonna, <laughs> that's the superfood that's going to fix everything. Right. It's, it's very, very simple when, it, and it, what does it come down to? It comes down to discipline and it comes down to consistency. Yeah. You want to know the secret? Yeah. That better athletic performance? Yeah. I wrote some things down. Yeah. But guess what? I can't make money off of these. That's yeah. why these aren't as popular. Yeah. Number one, train with intensity and recover adequately. Yeah. That's pretty simple, right? Consume adequate protein and a well-balanced diet. Hydration. Get adequate sleep and mitigate unnecessary stress. Those are the real secrets. Yeah. Those are the foundational principles. If you stick to those five things, yeah. you're going to perform well. You're yeah. going to be a physically fit person. Yeah. Now, if you want to throw in coffee on the top of that, because you know you, you, you 
personally, like the way it makes you yeah. feel or whatever. Yeah. Great. But if you're looking at coffee as some sort of fix all fix all or some no. sort of secret, or you're looking at any supplement product, yeah. which again, I'm all for supplements. They're absolutely great. But if you're not taking care of the basics first, yeah. those supplements are going to be, and I, was, and I would argue too, though, like there are like the, the overall idea that coffee does help with workouts. I would not disagree with that because I do believe that caffeine. So there's three, there's three supplements really that you're going to see results from is caffeine, protein, and creatine, yep. creatine monohydrate, the simple, mm -hmm. those are the three that you're actually going to get your money's worth. The others, you're going to see a little bit of an increase, but it, you're not going to see 50% gains. Right. You're not going to see those things because again, your body, whether you're putting them in or not, your body is not going to absorb and metabolize all of them and use everything that you put in your body. So right. those three, if you just were on three, like in my opinion, those are the three that I would say, okay, I would, I would, you can invest money into that. Yep. So anyway, be on the lookout guys. These, these articles are everywhere. Just I would encourage you to do a little, if you're going to take the time to read the article and you're going to want to implement yeah. some of these things, just take a little bit extra time and just yeah. look into this stuff a little bit. Yeah, and what I would say too is definitely pay to take your body type survey or your metabolism <laughs> survey or your how to lose weight survey. If they offer you a survey, pay whatever it yes. is. Do yeah. it. Do it. Get your mouth swabs so, so that you can find get, out your, so you can get the secret. Yeah. Get yes. your mouth swabs so you can find out your body type and figure out if you're able to lose fat, body fat or not. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Because it's all based on your body type. 100%. 100%. So anyway, hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully, uh, you know, calling out some of the BS and just, again, just being mindful. Just look into stuff a little. Don't take it at face value. Yeah. Looking if it sounds a little suspicious, it probably is. If yeah. it sounds sensationalized, yeah. it probably if it, is. If it literally sounds like, oh, that's it, that's the secret, or oh my, I've mis been missing this, or yeah. if there's one, if they say that there's one thing that is going to change your life, it's not true. Yeah, yeah. they've they've pretty much discovered most of the most of the important things by this point. Yeah, if there's something new and innovative and cool, yeah. it's probably just new and yeah. innovative. That's that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Try to make money off. How that. long did that uh, Aussie? Berry. Acai. Acai. <laughs> Berry. That's my people. That's the super fruit. The yep. Manavi. Yep. The, yeah. And again, How long did great, that last? Great benefits of it, but yeah, yeah it's certainly not the, the life change it claims. Yeah. So anyway, uh, hopefully that was helpful. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please help us by sharing the podcast. Text it to a buddy. Post it to your Instagram. Post it to your LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever. Mm -hmm. Uh, really, really helps us out when you guys share the show. Right. Uh, also, if you would please, even if you already have, go leave us a five-star review on whatever yeah. platform you listen to. Um, I mostly, when I listen to podcasts on Apple, yeah. uh, podcast app, super easy. It's got the little stars at the bottom. Just click that five star for us yeah. to leave us a review. It takes 15 seconds. Yeah. Super easy. I mean, same really with YouTube, yep. you know, give us a like there. Um, send us comments. If you have questions, concerns, challenges, whatever you want, comment. We'd love yep. to interact with you. Yep. So anyway, hope you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow.